Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kat Arapis, a master coach, business strategist for coaches, consultants, and service-based business owners who crave making 100K on repeat, but with simplicity and effectiveness. Love that. Hey, Kat, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> hey. I love the way you said that. I'm like, so good. I like, I know, like, yeah, I'm like, I just love the, it was nice hearing that. That's all I want to say. So good. Is you it, nailed is it, it. Just hearing it back or is it the British <laughs> accent that does it? It's both. You nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. So oh, good. Fantastic. I love that. Um, hey, do you want to expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah. So my favorite, like, I mean, really, really long story short, but back when I first started my business, like six years ago, I was actually serving like all the types of business owners, brick and mortar. If you worked in tourism, it didn't matter. Like I helped. Hold on. Shocker. So at the start of business, you were serving every single person that could pay you money, right? No one was in business. I wasn't, I wasn't a general life coach. (laughs) Yeah. But, but business owners, right. Businesses specifically that wanted to make more money with better marketing. Hmm. That was literally like what I did in the beginning. I was like helping all the people, like all the business owners. And then like over time, like that, what ended up happening is the easiest, most natural person for me to work with, which obviously the current day is like someone's very similar to me, right? It's like so much easier and more natural for me to like help a service-based entrepreneur that runs their business online versus like a taco shop, (laughs) like in downtown New York. I don't know. Right. Like totally fucking different. So, um, which is like, I can totally help them. Right. But like, for me, like my delivery is just a hundred times better when I'm just working with who's the easiest, most natural for me to work with, Mm. which is people that are like, and which is like people like me that, which is also why I started what I do is like, I just, I didn't necessarily have this like huge movement and whatever which is why i became an entrepreneur and blah 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 blah. like i was an accidental entrepreneur but really what it is is like i just wanted to do the work like that i love to do which is business i love business i eat it for breakfast i always have my whole life and i was just like this is like what i want to do and so i i did it and i just like that's my big why is doing the meaningful work that i love to do in the world and obviously help people through that right Mm. Yeah. So you are ha, the accidental entrepreneur. You're the one yeah. that sort of fell into this. So, you know, t- talk me through that. So, what was it that was that, whether it's one pivotal moment where it's a gentle buildup where you're like, ah, shit, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. What was that like? Yeah. It's, it's so interesting because it was definitely like a few 
um, dominoes that needed to happen. But it's like, if you were to experience the dominoes in the moment, you wouldn't see them as linear, like all connected, but they were. So for obviously these people don't know me, hi, I'm Kat, but like I'm Canadian, but I currently live and I've been living in the Caribbean of Mexico. This is all important and relevant to the accident entrepreneur story. Okay, so I'm a Canadian. Um, I studied business, worked in business, worked in corporate, sha-la-la-la-la. And my whole life, like I said, I love business, right? But my whole life I thought, and this is back in like 2016 and earlier, right? So this is back before digital nomads really became like, and even the coaching industry before it really started booming. Um, like my idea of remote work was, you know, working for a company just remotely, like what we experienced in the pandemic, right? Like I didn't know you could be like a quote unquote online entrepreneur or a quote unquote digital nomad. Like mm. I didn't know, I didn't even know those terms. Um, so long story short, like I was in Canada, I was working in corporate and I thought the only way that I could like travel the world and be at a really high, like be a high level decision maker, do high level thinking, high level creativity. I thought I had to work in a Fortune 500, Fortune 100 as an executive, so I could, so my life could check all the boxes, right? Mm -hmm. Like the level of money I want to make, the lifestyle I want to have, how I wanted to work, which is like really high level decision-making, visionary, that sort of thing, right? And then I realized like that was not what I, like that was not the vibe, that's not what I wanted, which is like, you know, it's tons of red tapes. It takes a million years to even get to that point. So I was like, what the heck? Just that point quickly, were you in the weeds there? Were you in it thinking this, hey, looking around, this isn't for me? Or was it as you were going towards it, you were like, oh, I can see these flags. At what point were you? It was that. It was going towards it. I could see the flags. I was already working in corporate Mm -hmm. and I knew where I wanted to go. But then I started like, so what ended up happening is I took a vacation to Mexico. And it was my first time in Mexico. But long story short, I took a vacation to Mexico and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to like move down here. Like, I'm just going to move down here. So I like packed up my life, moved down here. And then I was like, okay, then this is like the whole like remote work mindset. So I was like, okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to apply to a bunch of like CMO positions, like CFO positions of startups that like will Mm. let me, you know, because they're startups, they're going to let me remote work, sha la 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 la, right? So I got a few interviews, booked no gigs. And so I'm here in Mexico, like sitting on a little tiny cushion of savings, like a few thousand dollars. And so in the meantime, while I was putting out all these resumes for online you know, remote gigs and stuff like that. Um, I just like in my network here in Mexico that I was, you know, at the time and still right, but like a lot of the community that I was surrounded by was business owners. And I had all this business experience. And I was in this limbo period. So I was like, okay, I'll just I was just helping them. Like I wasn't even thinking about like, mm. you should get paid for mentorship or consulting. Like I wasn't even I didn't even have that identity about myself, like calling myself a consultant at that time. You know what I mean? Like I didn't I wasn't even owning the abundance of talents and gifts and knowledge and experience I brought to the table. I was just helping people. But then one person decided to pay me. And then that's when I had that light bulb. Where I was like, well, if one person's willing to pay me, more people will pay me. Right. And that's when I realized like, oh shit, like with corporate, you produce all the fucking value and you receive literally one tenth of the value produced. So it's like, all I'm doing, I'm going to be doing the same thing right? Like rocking out my business expertise, but I'm going to cut out the fucking middleman. Like I, all, all that I need to work on is what the company did, which is like, get the customers. I can do that. Hmm. Right. So then I just went to work and then that was in 2017 and here we are 2023. Nice. So this aligns beautifully with, with your business and, and what you do now and how you guide people through, because um, you're very clear with your offer. 
you're very clear with your avatar. These things yeah. are the fundamentals. It can be hard to get wrong. And we can, shit, we can overcomplicate the fuck out of everything, right? So I think that sort of encompasses some of the people that you that you work with. As you went through this, all I've got to do is get more clients and away we go. That is not always the way it works. Mm-hmm. The accidental entrepreneur is, hey, I get to do my thing. You don't realize all the other hats you have to wear as you go through it. It's very right. overwhelming. It's, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. And obviously getting clients is maybe the one thing that a lot of people don't have experience with. And now we're inundated with all these hacks and tricks and here's how you do it. And oh, there's so much to it. So with your journey, maybe specifically coming through to today with how you sort of guide your clients, what is it you found with you know lead generation, with getting clients? What is it that that you find people do time and time again, which doesn't actually help. And what is... This is such a good question. The the takeaway. I love that you're asking this because I literally just like yesterday recorded a a whole podcast episode on this on like my own podcast, like lead gen versus content creation, because this is the biggest mistake. And people even at the six-figure level still make this mistake, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, you know, you make this mistake when it feels like you're like on the content creation hamster wheel, like spinning in non-result producing circles, like all the time. Or if you feel like you're just like a broke content creator calling yourself a coach, like you you just know, you will know. Like if you resonate with either of those, this is, you need to listen up, okay? Here's what's happening. It's like, if you want to like actually create clients, like in with that efficiency, right? Like efficiency, right? If you want to have like a really convoluted process, you can do that, right? Which is like a, a way to do that is like, really heavily focused on content creation instead of lead generation, yeah. right? Mm. And so for me, it's like, what a really simple way to do this is like, you can do this in person or online, right? And also this depends, I'm obviously I'm saying this to like a mass amount of people, but like, it really does depend also too on like what business assets you already have in place. And what I mean by that is like, do you have an email list? Do you have an Instagram following? Do you have a TikTok following? Like, and based on what business assets you have, that would tell me as a, as a coach or your coach or a business coach, right? Which, what I would say and recommend, but mm. what I was saying is you can do this in person or online and you could do this with your audience or in front of other people's audience, but do conversion events as often as possible. Conversion events are just like pillar pieces of like high value content that I would offer, like deliver every single month. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna generate lead. Every single person that signs up for that is a lead, not a content consumer. Right. And this is the difference, right? A freebie is not a lead. Like this is what I'm saying. People call them lead magnets and that so many people are, they're not lead generating, right? There's a difference between a list builder versus a lead gen. Tell me the psychology behind us. We've just got a slight tangent. Yeah. I love this. Let's do it. Of the the lead of the person, human coming into the business, because it's completely different. Content creation versus lead generation. Okay. But we are told create content, 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 give value, give value, give value. But it's for the leads, right? This is the problem. So with that psychology of the person, the recipients of having a free, downloading a free lead magnet of digesting your beautiful video or written post versus those that go into your, your conversion events. Yeah. And a conversion event for everybody listening, right? Like it's, it's just literally like, it could be like a webinar or masterclass, five-day challenge, in-person workshop, like it, like a convert, even a console call is also a conversion event, right? That's just a one-to-one conversion event versus like a one-to-many conversion event, like a webinar. 
right? Yeah. So for everybody to be clear, right? That's why I want people focusing on like getting their console calls, calendar booked fucking solid and having as many signups as possible to conversion events, like one to many conversion events, like webinars and stuff, right? And it's different, like the, the psychology, and I was literally just coaching a, a private client on this exact same thing. I was like, the psychology is so fucking different. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that because we're all, in all of our the things that we're working on in our lives right we all are on our own little spectrums of like readiness let's say mm. right and like understanding and also readiness to change and like all the things in our life whether it's our health or our business or our relationship our marriage whatever right so it's the same thing with like what you guys are all doing in your businesses with your clients right it's like you guys want to be thinking about the person that um is ready to make don't even think about financial investment a time investment to change this is this is why it's so important to focus on conversion events and something that like requires them to at least invest time right somebody that's downloading a fucking pdf is totally in the mindset of like oh like if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't whatever it might just sit in my email inbox and i'm not even going to remember who this even is like when their freebie comes in right right it's a totally different mindset and so there's nothing wrong with that that person we just have to realize that all the people that come in through that quote-unquote funnel that lead magnet funnel of like a pdf or anything like that i just want to jump in there with to yeah. make this real yes for everyone listening think about when you what you've downloaded think about the events that you've shown up to what mm -hmm. is it that sort of triggered you because i so many coaches consultants service-based people are looking at solving the problems that they've been through or who they were oh my gosh so Think about it for yourself. If you can put yourself in that scenario, it may expand what you're saying to an experiential understanding rather than just logical, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that's like what you you want to be focusing on is that is like, and then really remembering that. And, and it's like, it's it's a subtle, like think, speaking about the content now, it's like, it's a subtle difference Right. It's going to change literally the words that come out of your mouth and like the type, also the type of content that you create when you think about your content isn't for your quote unquote Instagram followers or to like get in front of like the discover feed on Instagram. Right. It's like, no, every bit of content I create is for the leads I just generated. It's a it's it's and this is the thing, right? People don't think about that. Right. They think of like, I'm just going to I'm just putting out content into the others to followers or to random people who don't know me, but they found me in a hashtag. Right. They're not thinking like, no, the content is for the leads. The mm -hmm. content is to nurture the people that I just did a huge, massive injection of value to. So those who are on the hamster wheel of, oh, my gosh, every single channel pumping out value i want to be you know, known liked trusted oh my gosh i need to do all this stuff give it all, all away for free at that level what would you say would be the, the maybe the one shift that they could do to start to turn this into yeah more towards the conversions that they actually truly want because that actually help more people yeah so what i would say is like you know to be clear like i'm not like the like the content creation hamster wheel is more like an energy right because if you look at my feed it's popping like i'm i'm all over the place on facebook instagram like i'm creating a lot of content but again i do it from a different mindset of like mm. i'm literally speaking to people who want this offer they want this result they want to do it with me they just haven't said yes for whatever reason and i'm just going to keep speaking to them mm. right but um 
where was I going with that? So, oh yeah. So it's more of like the energy, same thing with like, like the, the energy of hustle, right? Like hustle isn't an action, it's an energy, right? Cause like you and I could take the exact same amount of action, but like you could feel hustly in your body, but I could feel energized and nourished and like, whatever, you know what I mean? Or like at peace or at ease, whatever. Mm. So it's the same idea. It's like, it's more, if you just feel like all the content you're creating, you feel like it's, you feel frantic when you're creating it. You feel overwhelmed when you're creating it. It's not creating results for you at the end of the day. Like that's kind of how, you know, you're on the content creation hamster wheel. But what I would say is like the shift would be one, it's, the, the shifts are less mindset and more like strategic. Okay. Like one, just like really making sure. And because it's a, it's a time conversation that we need to be having actually. Like, it's like, it's like a, it's a, where are you allocating your time? Like you have to be, if you are in this place where you're not creating the level of results that you want, you have to be a steward of your time. You really do. Right. And so what I want you to be doing is thinking like, how long is it taking me to write a post? Right. If it's taking or real, it doesn't matter. If it's taking longer than 30 minutes, it's taking you too long. That's way too long. 30 minutes maximum. Pump it out. Let's go. And then with all that extra time that you know have now have, you can easily do every single month, a 60 minute conversion event, right? I would also be really prioritizing getting myself in front of other people's audiences, right? And again, do an injection of value, just like I'm doing right here, mm-hmm. right? So those like, that's that's the stuff where it's like, you're getting in front of people that like, cause podcast listeners are also different than people that are just scrolling on social media, right? So you guys have to think about this, right? Like- so with. Those different, again, different platforms, different strategies, yeah. different, different media. Oh my gosh. With this, so to keep it back into, okay, we're looking at the conversion events. We're looking at the lead generation, not the content generation. With that, there has to be a goal. There has to be a purpose or an intention brought into that. Energetically, absolutely. We know mm-hmm. that the energy can kill or can nourish anything. It's magical the way it happens. But the back into the into, the into the physical realm is okay. There needs to be a strict guide. So, new audiences. Where's the the intention for those to come into your pipeline? And then where is it with existing people within that to go towards a conversion? Where's that little dance like? Okay, wait. Say that one more time again. Just like the very very end part. Yeah, you've got those two aspects. Yeah. Bringing in brand new people. What? Yeah is the, the call to action. What is the what route through versus those that are existing within your email list or your audience, how to nurture those into the conversion event, right? Yeah. So this is, I love this question. So this question just like comes back to like, and this is for make sure everybody that's listening to this, like you have to know what obviously like your sales goal is like for like a year, or if I don't necessarily like to do like monthly, I would say like the, the, the tightest would be like a 90 day. I'm a big fan of quarters and I'm a big fan of years. But on a monthly level, just like as an entrepreneur, and especially because it just doesn't even make sense, especially for a lot of us, if you do launch models, right? Like you could go months of having $0 months and then have a six figure month, right? So it's like, it doesn't, like monthly, it's, it's sometimes, it, it, only if it, only if it's relevant to certain things that you're trying to look for um, in your business. But so for me, have a, obviously have your sales goal clear, 
but then you need to like have a sales plan as well, like a clear, simple sales plan. It doesn't need to be this complicated thing. It can literally be like, I'm selling this thing from this date to this date. I'm going to promo it from this date to this date. You know, if there's relevant doors opening, doors closing, like whatever it is. So that for me, the call to action is the same across the board. I don't change the call to action. I actually don't even segment my audiences from, mm. from people. Like I do, like I segment them like on email. I, if like, if it's a certain opt-in, but as far as emails that go out, I send them to everybody, even if they opted into it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because some people, and I've had this, I've had people pay me tens of thousands of dollars and guess how many conversion events they went to with me over multiple years. You can guess it's more than two hands, right? Some people do need to spend, have 10, 15 conversion events with you. And then some people just need to binge your podcast in a weekend and pay you in full through the DMs. Like it really doesn't matter, but that's why I just continuously focus on what actually creates clients, focus on my business, not God's business and not my client's business. I just focus on my shit I focus on my business and I let good business take care of itself. And that's like literally my strategy. So with everything that you were saying there, bring it back to your, your clients right now. So of course, logically, you're you're laying this all out, and it makes complete sense. Yeah. In the weeds in the moment, it's like, oh, this is this is where it starts to get a little bit tricky, which is why you need the coaching and the guidance through this. But what do you find time and time again is the um, the initial barrier that you find as you start to sort of go through this? Logically, they get it, but there is still that there is still that block. What is that? What do you think, like, like when you're like thinking about the block, like what do you, have you seen as like the biggest block when people are doing this? From a, I mean, from a personal perspective, there are the, you can also put it down to the three aspects. There are fears, yeah. there are doubts, and there's overwhelm. Mm -hmm. What cycle do you find yourself stuck in? So we can play with those three, three personas, three areas. Personas do you they find are. It's, do you find it's fear? Is it the avoidance? Is it the triggering? Is it the, oh my gosh, making the excuses? Or is it the anxiety, the guilt, the doubt that may come in, the all the uncomfort? Or is it the, I'm fucking doing it, maybe doing the wrong stuff, it's not quite working, and then there's the panic, mm -hmm. there's the overwhelm, there's the, I just want to burn this down. There's a three distinct kind of cycle that you're stuck in. Which one resonates for you? Top of your head with your yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think about my clients, yeah, it helped. It, that's why it was. That's why I asked. It was really helpful to kind of get like a you. You painted a little visual for me in my brain. So thank you for that. Um, for me, when I was listening to you and I was thinking about my clients, I'm like, you know what it is, and I've I've talked about this a lot, but I just haven't thought about it like really in, in the context of our conversation. But it's it's they are unwilling to feel certain emotions, whatever that may be. And they don't know how to generate different ones instead on demand. That's the problem, right? So for example, someone might be like unwilling and it's usually about a future scenario, right? So it kind of aligns with like the anxiety piece that you were kind of saying, right? Where it's yeah. like, they, they're currently, if they're not doing it, if they're getting, if they feel blocked, whether energetically or physically, like whatever you're feeling blocked in that process that we just mm. talked about, it's because you're currently unwilling to experience something emotionally or experientially, like an, an actual situation that might happen, right? I even had one client, like, so for example, she joined, whatever, she like started working with me, 
she did like 18k in sales in six weeks and then she stopped taking action because she was like if i keep taking action it's going to keep working because she was bumping up against like a capacity like self-limitation belief right like mm. i don't have to like cap the the capacity to deliver and create more clients and oh my like it creeped into like that overwhelm sort of like yeah. space that you were talking about yeah but it's like that it's just like an unwillingness to feel like so for example a big one that people feel is like I have to be motivated and inspired all the time, but it's like, that's the problem is like, no, like half more than half the time in my business, I don't feel like doing anything. Even though I just told you all, I love doing this work. Yes. Mm. It's a paradox, right? Just like doctors, right? Ask a doctor, do they love being a doctor? Yeah. But also sometimes do they want to do some of the things that's required as a doctor? Probably fucking not, but they do it anyway because they have a responsibility to their patients and to like themselves and like what they know is like their truth. Like they love what they do. And sometimes there's hard moments and hard days. Beautifully put, but let's also pull it back into our oh, crumbs, the, the human being behind the business. So there is a case of you have to do it anyway. There is a way of understanding yourself, but what you briefly said about, yeah, not being willing, able to, to face certain emotions and not having the, the empowerment, the capability to, to create new ones. Now you're yeah. talking two levels. Well, on the yeah. sort of the, the three core areas, mental, physical, environmental, mm -hmm. those are the planes we work on. So mm -hmm. with this, the environmental is the trigger. That's what's causing the situation. Now, crumbs, let's look at it from a mental. We have to look at the thoughts, the stories, the promises, all these mm -hmm. things that are, that are going on inside the hamster wheel of our mind. However, we also need to be able to control the neurochemicals, brainwaves, our nervous system. Oh my gosh. So without doing one or without doing both of them, one is just working out on overdrive. So what do you, what do you find is maybe the, the number one, is it, is it the mental capacity? And that's where you see the biggest shift and level up there. Or is it, okay, just fuck the thoughts. We need to calm your body down. It is actually physical. It is your nervous system is ramping. Um, your body is reacting, your mind doesn't, you don't realize it. So where does yeah. that sort of come in? Yeah, I think it's both, right? Because like for a lot of people running a business, and this is what I always tell people is like your business is truly your own like customized, personalized healing modality. Like it really is. And so, and I think sometimes we get afraid of the fact that like maybe our nervous system is having a quote unquote response. Right, we kind of get, can get afraid of that, especially in the self-help personal development world. We're kind of like, there's a response, and I need to go like journal on it and like process it through my body and all the things. And it's like, or you could just like literally just sit there and let it be okay. Like that's what I'm talking about, where it's like people are not willing to just have an emotion be present in their body. They're mm -hmm. constantly trying to get rid of it, to fix it, to heal it, to get coached on it journal on it meditate on it kundalini all the things all the things and it's like what if that's just part of the human experience and it's never gonna fucking go away so your job is just to be okay with every single time your brain tells you that you're not a good you're not good enough and you feel insufficiency in your body as an emotional state you just have to be willing to feel that and then know how to generate a more useful helpful emotion energetic state instead there it is which might be journaling might be meditation, might be breath Which work. might be, but yes. That one point. So there is, there are so many sort of nuances to this. Oh my gosh, I love this this area of, of the entrepreneurial yeah. world. But step one to acknowledge it. 
Don't stuff it down. Don't ignore it. Don't just plow forward. There is, you don't have to spend three years journaling about this to really get it to come out. But you do have to say, ah, oh, this is real. Because if it's mental, to work it out, else it will repeat and come back. If it's physical, well, it may be an unrealistic situation. You may be panicking over something that's not real yet, but the neurochemical that's coursing through you is very fucking real. Yeah, you it's have really to be real. able to sort out the physical response to an unrealistic situation. There's a beautiful way of putting it. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. what, isn't that what, isn't that the barrier? The physical response to just some bullshit that hasn't happened yet, that may not happen. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Oh my gosh, but it is so real. Maybe that's, yeah. Maybe that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And honestly, like if I can give even like a little hack, it's a little bit of like a, it's it's just like a little hack to kind of every time I get afraid or like like when my 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 when all of me is like urging myself, I feel this like urge to like go mm -hmm. into doubt and this like urge to like spin out in like drama and fear. I just take my I just like take it there. Right. So like that's what I'm saying about like people avoid it. Right. They like avoid going there with their brain of like the worst case scenario. This is the thing I'm really afraid might happen. Mm. Like I'm afraid of feeling rejection in my body or I'm afraid of experientially someone telling me no or whatever it is. Right. And so I don't remember where I was going with that. My I'll take it in new like, direction. But this yeah. do not avoid. Step one, avoidance. That is that is. Yeah. But with this avoidance, if you're the worry about being rejected, oh, I might be rejected. They might say no. Holding space for you, fucking right. They might. Yes, yes, this might happen. Absolutely, you are feeling that. Step yes, one. yes, yes. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So it's like okay, and so what? Like, and this is what the hack is. Is like okay, whatever that worst case scenario is, actually go there. Don't just let it be this cloudy unknown that you're afraid of. It's like go there and tell yourself, okay, if this was to happen. Could I handle it? If you, I promise all of you, if you were to at, like honestly ask yourself that about a situation that you're afraid of or doubtful of or uncertain about, if you were to honestly ask yourself that, your honest answer, I guarantee this for all of you, would be yes. Because all of you, deep down, you know how fucking capable you are of overcoming some of the hardest shit in life. Right? So if you were to ask yourself that, like, could I handle it? Like if someone is to say no to me on a consult, could, could I handle that? Yeah, I mean, it would suck. I feel a little disappointed or whatever, whatever. But yeah, I could handle it. I would just, you know, I would just go watch so Netflix. Like life would shifting. go on. This is all about shifting your perception, which, oh my gosh, you have the, all the control over, changes how you engage in something. So to go into, let's call it a you know, conversion event, goes into a sales call. Oh, yes. If they buy your stuff, is it going to change your world? Nope. Is it going to change theirs? Yep. There. Oh my gosh. Remove that scarcity and that need. The reframe. Reframing can yeah. change everything because in this world, let's go full woo for a second. It's all made. I love it. There's no real, there is no such thing as truth. There's only yeah. perception. Your truth might be different from mine. They might both be true for us. In this, in the plasticity of this, how can we continue to move this? So I think it leads back into what we talked about earlier with, with your clients. Where is the problem? Where are the barriers? Yeah. And how can you then just tweak and change it? There you are. Look, I've, I've changed it. It looks different now. Cool. <laughs> Moving forward. Yeah. Great. Super.
<laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's, it's, so the biggest hang up is exactly that is like, it's as they, every step of the way, as they make their journey towards making more and more money, right? Like every step of the way, you just have to have greater and greater willingness to feel the shitty feelings of disappointment, rejection, or even like, whatever because how it shows up differently for everyone is different right but like the opposite of motivated the opposite of inspired the opposite of unclear of like unclear right like this for example right so like one day you just wake up confused for whatever fucking reason you're just like confused right in your business right and here's the problem is people use that as a red light instead of just being like okay confusion you can sit over here meanwhile i'm gonna talk to my people about what i know they need help with because i know who i am I know who my business serves. I know what result they want. Oh, look, suddenly I'm clear again, right? So you see how in these last five seconds, I literally went from like willing to feel it and then generating a different, it was literally just asking myself better questions, right? What most people do is they're like, why am I so confused? Why does this keep happening to me? I keep spinning out about this. They ask themselves shitty questions, like why am I so confused? And then they get really shitty answers, aka more reasons to be confused. But again, Back to the point of, for some people, that's going to work like a treat. You have trained yourself to be able to do this. So I always wave the flag saying, those that are still within this, logically, I get it. I put that aside, but fuck it, I still don't feel it. It's like, great. That's the information. It's now, as we said, mentally, physically. It's the body. Just because you've shifted your mind, your body hasn't caught up yet. Oh my gosh. Strengthen those connections. What can you do to, you know, to, to either ramp up or ramp down your nervous system? Whatever it mm -hmm. is that you need to shift yeah. yourself physically. Mentally, my thoughts have changed, but my brainwaves, they're still in beta. They're still oh, really hustling and grinding and problem solving rather than being in this flow state, mm. which you want to be in. Logically, you get it, but physically, it's not quite there. It's, it, yeah. This is why the, all these things, it's finely tuned, but what's right for you? Find what's right for you to work through this. Love that. Yeah, it's like the click. It's like sometimes, yeah, you just gotta make the click. It's what I pictured when you were like, it's like you intellectually understand the flow state. And it's like, sometimes you feel close to it, but it's like, you're, it's like missing the click. Mm. But sorry, it was just like a visual when you was, when I was hearing you talk, I was seeing that visual. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Kat, look, this has been so much fun um, to dig through. Mm. We can talk for hours on this. Oh my gosh. Maybe do a part two. We'll take a slide. <laughs> we we totally can. I'm down. <laughs> there's, there's so much. But uh, hey, Kat, thank you so much for being here. Thank you Thanks for sharing for having me. Um, your thoughts, some advice and some wisdom for those who are all trying to work out what what's going on. Where am I going? What's the strategy? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. Thanks for having um, me. And look, you're, you're welcome. It's been so much fun. Look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Totally. Okay. Like if you're a podcast person, definitely hit me up at simplify to scale. Um, you can find that on Apple or pod uh, on Apple or podcast on Apple or Spotify. Um, and then also on Instagram, Instagram is typically where I'm hanging out. So that's at Catarapis, K A T A R A P I S. And then I also have a freebie if they want it. Like, a, a it's so funny how we're just talking about freebie. It's more than a freebie. It's it's a it's a conversion event, but it's a free course. If anybody wants it, I can I can let them know. And those that made it through to the end, maybe listen back through this, this episode. What you just suggested, what you just outlined, looking at the content versus conversion, the lead bank is the freebies versus what will actually move the needle is exactly what you've just done. That freebie, it's not just a free lead magnet. You can just ah, you can you can file away. There's more yeah. substance. Look 100%. at that. There is your, there is your experiential understanding of the concept you were speaking about.
Beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. And look, fuck it. You're doing exactly what it is that you teach. That's the point. Anyway, I ran. So out. good. I know we're both like we're just like like I'm. I get the same way. I get like so passionate. I just like rant and rampage and ramble, and it's so good. You like doing that. I like playing little bows and little hooks back. Saying, "Oh, see that? Yeah, That's how all it yeah, all like, there it is. The we'll neatly packaged <laughs> little little as Katie when she does presents. I, I I can't rap for shit. But oh my gosh, hers are like beautiful ornate things. That's what I'm trying to do verbally with with the podcast. I, I know, right. I know, I know how it feels. <laughs> awesome. Okay, again, thank you so much. This has been this has been really cool. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.